The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. News when you need it, fun when you want it. This is the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross on 630 Chad. Hey, it's 2.35. Thanks for joining us uh, this afternoon. A bit of a bummer last night. Uh, the Golden Light, the Golden Lights, the Golden Knights, the team that Andrew and I are both cheering for in the Stanley <laughs> Cup final loss, but still another pretty uh, entertaining game. It was. The next game goes on Saturday. Saturday, that's right. Saturday, and um, of course you can hear it right here on 6.30. Chad, Brian has been patiently waiting on hold. He wants to talk about Bill 19, pay at the pump legislation, which becomes mandatory tomorrow in Alberta. Hi, Brian. Hi, how are you guys doing today? Good. Good. Thanks for waiting. Hey, I'll tell you, the best part about you guys is I can hear you all the way up to Fort Mackay. Oh, well, nice. That's good. Yes. So when and I'm driving, finally a reason thank to go. God you're there. Uh, <laughs> there I was going to go. say, you can also turn us off all the way up to Fort <laughs> Mackay, too, then. But don't do that, Brian. <laughs> hey, um, I have three points that I want to bring up that I don't think the province or the, a lot of the retailers have thought about. Point number one is I don't think a lot of the retailers are fully ready for the pay before you pump. Um, and I'll explain that in a second. Secondly, is when you do use your card at a pump, they, you could, they could be holding, they automatically do um, between 100 and a $200 cash hold. A pre-authorization. A yeah. credit card. Yeah. And it doesn't get released for up to five days. Yeah, so it depends. It depends on. Hey, turn your radio off uh, in the background there. It depends on uh, the station. I, I I gas up at a lot of places. Some some say authorized up to authorize up to one hundred or two hundred. Yeah. I always say no. Petro Canada says two hundred. It's I'm the like, most no. expensive. You say no to that, but you you have to. Yeah, you're right. And then you I have punch to guess. in how much I want. And if you don't get yeah. to that amount, that pre auth stays and falls off when they don't put the charge through. Yeah. Yes, I apologize. I, uh, I'm, it's my first time using the hands-free in this new vehicle. So oh, no problem. I'm not sure what's wrong. Oh, we can hear you fine now, Brian. Yeah, it's all no good. problem. Okay, so the third point is when you are trying to get a receipt, and because they don't have re- print at the pump, you have to actually convenience yourself and go back in and get a new receipt, huh. especially for people who, you know, expenses and stuff like that. They, like, as I said, I, I don't think it's been 100% put through, and it's kind of frustrating, and... So I'm going to just leave it with you guys to talk about because you guys are amazing and you guys will actually bring this up and talk about it. So thank you very much, and uh, I'd love to hear what you guys think about it. All right, All well, right, thanks Brian. for calling, Brian. Thanks for that. So again, it's Bill 19, and it was proposed uh, last year. So um, it was Labour Minister Christina Gray said it was all about safety at uh, gas stations. Right. Remember, we've had a couple of gas and dashes that ended mm-hmm. up in fatalities. Um, so, yeah, it goes in effect June 1st. Retailers can choose several options, including pay at the pump technology. But the concern about that was that it was pretty expensive. Could be up to $30,000. Okay. To per install pump. the... $30,000 yeah. per pump. So yeah. there was that one. That she said that retailers can also also choose an optional method such as having a customer leave a deposit or a credit card before mm-hmm. filling up and that's what Brian was talking about then having to go back in and get the receipt and uh, she says in other cases the province would work with retailers to arrange a system that meets the requirements of the new rules and I don't know what that looks yeah, like. Yeah so it to me it I, I sort of compare the 
need to pay in advance because there's some annoyances associated with it, some of which you just identified and Brian said as well. For me, the annoyance is that typically when I go to a gas station, that's when I buy my lottery ticket, my cigarettes, and I get my gas. So now if I want to, I have to go in, leave a credit card, get the pump activated, then go in, do my cards, do my small. So it's just yeah. slightly more inconvenient, right? Or I have to put through two charges, one at the pump and one in the store, right? Um, but I sort of liken it to having to take your shoes off to go through security on an international <laughs> flight or having to take your belt off and that kind of thing. You know I'm not going to hijack a plane and I'm not a terrorist, but in order to prevent terrorism, I have we'll to do have that for to do every it, flight. Yeah. I'm not going to gas and dash, but um, in order to prevent it and keep uh, employees safe, this is what I'm going to have to do. It, it's unfortunate that that's where we are, but that is where we are. I, I don't like it You either. know what? I don't know of any um, gas stations that I... Well, there's no gas stations that I go to that don't have a prepay already. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm guessing maybe in some of the smaller communities uh, across them. the province, yep. that's where you would have to do it, and that's fine. And I, I, I guess I, I, don't have, I don't have a problem. I personally don't have a problem with it. I, I get a little worried about 30 grand uh, per pump for some of these... Um, well, but again, I don't know what they're ma- what kind of money they're making. Yeah, so. <laughs> you know, the gas, oil and gas industry seems to be doing okay. Oh, with downstream. Okay. Like, yeah. Who would have to pay for that? Would it be the owner of the gas? Mm-hmm. Uh, so our gas bars individually own, though. Well, I would assume they're franchise, but yeah. uh, and some so are would it be company the franchisee? owned. But uh, it would be in the case of uh, somebody who owns the gas station owns the I'd franchise. Curious, how much money can you make owning a gas station? I don't know. I'm I'm sure a lot of these gas stations are owned by the uh, company mm-hmm. that's pushing the oil and gas downstream. They could probably afford it. I but, mean. They should do it because they, you know, from the perspective, whether you're an owner of a gas station or you're an oil company, they should do it from the perspective Mm -hmm. of protecting their employees, right? That's not a great job to have, and it can be dangerous at times because of the possibility of Mm -hmm. a a dash and gash or a dash and dash. Da- gas Guess and dash. dash. There you go. Uh, and like you said, we've had a couple of those mm-hmm. incidents. And really, how many lives do you lose yeah. before you justify the need to protect there the next been, one? Um, five workers have died. Three have mm. been badly hurt. So some of your texts coming in, um, even on a motorcycle where you refuel every two hours or so and never know exactly how much fuel you'll need. It's not unworkable. This one says, I own a full service station and wasn't going to switch to prepay, but we've had so many fuel thefts Mm. in the last few months, we had no choice. I'm looking forward to seeing criminals pay. And keep in mind that, and I believe it was the assistant police chief here in uh, Edmonton who had said that in the majority of cases of gas and dash, (laughs) uh, that it's... uh, with regard to stolen vehicles. Mm-hmm. So you've got a guy already, you've got a criminal has already stolen yeah. a vehicle and yeah. now, so he's a criminal, right? And the least of his concerns are paying for gas. He's already stolen a vehicle, right? So that's the lesser of the two crimes he's done. So we're not dealing with, yeah. you know, reasonable whatever. Well, yeah. I mean, we're dealing with thieves, right? And just remember those pre-auths of up to $200. Mm-hmm. Remember, you don't have to just accept no, that one. You can that. decline that mm-hmm. one and then kind of guess. I know that... $80 is going to fill up my car usually at this at this price of yeah. gas or 60 depending on where we are. So don't just automatically hit that. Uh, although I, I would like to see in a related conversation, pre-offs in general handled differently by the banks and not just specifically to gas. Uh, you check into a hotel and they put down oh. several hundred dollars of pre-off uh, and it doesn't, like, like yeah. Brian said, it doesn't fall off for days. 
Well, from I, I've I've talked to a couple of gas stations that I've gone to. If I said, okay, I did a pre-auth for eighty dollars and I only fill up seventy-five, it just mm-hmm. goes through at seventy-five, is what they've told me. Yeah, but it's not right. So it does only go through at seventy-five. They don't take eighty out. So here's what they do, um, and this is in very general terms, and it might you know don't get mad at me if it's not a thousand percent correct. But I've had it explained to me many times. So wherever you are, it doesn't matter. So you put through a hundred pre-auth, right? So they have basically just sent a question to your financial institution. Is this guy or girl good for a hundred bucks, right? Uh, Yes, they are. Boom. Pump starts and you're good to go. Mm -hmm. Now you gas up 75, right? So they now put a charge through of 75 and that's what's going to come out of your account. But your available funds, right? Your available funds are still reduced by the hundred pre-auth that was put in in the first place. But if they never submit a charge for it, it drops. So it can take days. It depends on your financial institution. Now, hotels, I have been, uh, we have, it was a hotel in Vancouver that we went to and we found one. It was a good price. It wasn't crazy astronomical because Vancouver can be a little tricky and it was a good location. But my goodness, the amount of money that they wanted for Mm -hmm. um, the pre-auth was more than the entire charge for the time that we were staying there. It was close. It was close to a thousand dollars. Yeah, because you can put, you can charge things to your room and there's your phone and internet and, you know, restaurants and whatever. It's opening up uh, the door to charge a lot. I'm trying to think, and I always forget uh, the name of the place, but the the exclusive ski resort uh, up the coast of British Columbia. uh, Whistler? Whistler, yeah. You know, the the rich and famous go to Whistler. And I had them pre-auth. I mean, I, I gave them my credit card and had them politely ask me if I'd like to use a different card. And I'm, no like to use that card mm-hmm. and well it's been declined not possible yeah uh, but they i don't know what they tried to put through but it was several thousand yeah. dollars yeah. and i was there one night mm-hmm. and they said it was just standard practice well, yeah that guess what people yeah that's <laughs> what like you just you've never felt more insignificant than not being able to check into a hotel because your mm-hmm. credit card doesn't even have a limit that allows it right but in that that case it was because there was enough merchandise in the room that you could spend thousands of dollars yeah. if you wanted to go golfing there was golf clubs in the closet just take them and they're yours that kind of thing and someone says honestly if a few hundred dollars is swinging your ability to make other payments and you need to increase your credit limit and there are some people though that that's reality for them right yeah, it is it is reality for them I would like to weigh in on this. I feel deeply for the families of those who were killed in the line of duty at any job. Most circumstances, people would not put um, themselves in harm's way for $50 worth of gas. Coming to legislate common sense once you get one more question works. I hate paying at the pump. It makes me feel um, highly untrusted. Thank you, Andrew. I've never just questioned. I would never... Uh, and I never would by having to pay at the pump that I'm a thief. Yeah. it's Here's the thing. I don't feel... I, to me, it's a convenience. To yeah. me, paying at the pump is a convenience because I don't have to walk into the store For and sure. stand in line there. In the most extreme... While you're in your smokes and your lotto tickets and your coffee right. and your, you know... In the, the most extreme cheesies. case, you're trying to prevent um, somebody mm-hmm. from getting hurt, yeah. right? But you can't focus on just that because there's also just the simple theft of gas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And where, where pre-auth is required, that's eliminated, right? Yeah. Um, and any gas station attendant or owner will tell you that they get stolen from on a routine basis, and this will eliminate that. So it helps the, I mean, it helps protect the employees, it helps protect the profits of the vendor, and it it isn't that big of an inconvenience, it's just different. 4960063, if you want to give us a shout on any topic, or you can text us, 630-630.
Mark. Hey, here's an interesting question. It's always the slippery slope argument, and but this is a valid uh, comment. Maybe they should do the same thing for restaurants. Before you sit down, you do a pre-authorization, then you would not be dining in dash. Yeah, fashion. and there was uh, some restaurant. Where is it? There's a restaurant in Vancouver that was actually not they, quite the same, but they were yeah. taking um, a, was a deposit yeah. for a reservation, and I think it was $10 a person or something like that, but up to 40 depending on the size of it. That's because right. they've had so many people make reservations and then not show or cancel, yep. you know, under the 24 hours. I have no problem with that either. I, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, I mean, I understand where it's coming from. It just, you know, for me, uh, you know, I check my bank statement, my online bank. I do it on a daily yeah. basis, right? And I just, with the number of legitimate mistakes that are made that I constantly mm-hmm. find. There, a month has not gone by in the yeah. last several years where I haven't found yeah. a mistake, right? And I get it corrected. The banks are always great, the credit cards and whatever. Uh, I, I don't like pre-auth because it just feels like there's... Well, that's that's not... You know, the the, the restaurant isn't necessarily no. pre, pre-auth. I mean, put yeah. it towards the final price of your bill and when you show up. No, absolutely, right? Uh, but if they pre-auth it, though... That is separate from the charge that you're going yeah, to put through. Yeah, but they so were just does... putting a, a debit. They were charging you to make the reservation. Yeah, no, in your, the case yeah. you're talking about, no problem at all. Yeah. They did credit it towards yeah. your bill. But just pre-authorization in general. And, and I, I've seen it before. The last time I saw it, and somebody had texted and saying, hey, be careful. Sometimes they do put the charge through. I've seen it. Um, I saw it with the uh, fellow who fought the uh, traffic ticket mm-hmm. for me. Um, he pre-authorized 250, then put through 250 to fight the ticket, and 500 yeah. went through. Yeah. Got corrected right away, no problem, but it but went through. again, you have to be on top of it. So this yeah. is the thing that Kelly Keene always tells us, even if we don't watch... You need to be watching your credit card statements. If you're paying or your bank statements, you need to be taking a look at it, going online, whether you have the mm-hmm. app on, on your phone or on your computer, and taking a close look, you know, every couple of days or at least once a week. Well, and this would be an, a unique, uh, extreme case, but here's where it does actually impact you. Somebody had texted and said, well, if it comes down to a few yeah. hundred dollars here or there, here's where I, I had a credit card where it had a zero balance, and I use it to check into hotels and that kind of thing, but I never charge anything to it. So it's got a sufficient uh, credit limit that I can, you know, it's basically my pre-auth card, right? So I'm not dealing with pre-auths on my other card. Um, So I checked into a hotel and there was also the flight. So United charged me, uh, they put a pre-auth through for the luggage, the extra fee for the luggage, but they put it through three times saying, well, it didn't go through the first two times, but it did, right? So there was one charge, two pre-auths, whatever. Um, it, and, and then the hotel, when I got down to wherever we were going, New Orleans, they put through this several hundred dollars pre-auth. Um, it happened to, and again, extreme example, but it happened to come at the end of the cycle for billing. Mm. So when the uh, my monthly statement was issued, that was on there, and there was a minimum payment associated with that. But since I knew I had always paid either cash or another credit card when I finally did do the payment... I didn't even think to look at that card, mm. so I missed a payment. Ah, yeah. And then it came up on my credit history as missing a payment by 30 days when all of that dropped off anyways, right? So it's just one of those, you know, electronic things. Don in St. Albert giving us a call this afternoon. Hey, Don, what's on your mind? Hey, I just got back from a month in Australia. Lucky oh, you. Nice. Welcome home. Nice yeah, and the nice thing about Australia was when you went out for a meal, and not every restaurant, but the majority of restaurants, you ordered your meal, you paid for it, and they gave you a little sign for your table or a number, brought you your food, and when you're finished, you left. No tipping, no nothing. The price was the price, and 
nobody dines in dashes because you don't get food unless you pay for it up front. Now, what if you're not satisfied no. with the meal? Well, then you don't go back to that restaurant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but there's no getting the meal back or the money back, right? No, no, there isn't. But that's just the way that they do business. And hmm. Hey, Don, it, were, uh, were these places kind of casual restaurants? Because I'm trying to think... You know, mostly the casual, yeah. Mostly the casual restaurants were like that. Okay, the ones yeah. where you're going to get dine and dashers. Yeah, those are the ones they were. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So tell High us. And restaurants totally different. So, but tell us about Australia. How great was that? That was fantastic. What caused you to go oh, over there? Was it leisure or business? Leisure. Yeah. Nice. And it was yeah, fantastic. First time. And they, first time for there. I've been to New Zealand before, but first time for Australia. Oh, wonderful. And Amazing country, amazing people. It was uh, probably the best vacation I've ever had. So, Okay, so two questions for you. Uh, any problems with customs and immigration in Australia when you arrived? None whatsoever. Uh, the second question, was, did you see the Sydney Opera House? I, I did the Sydney Opera House, and I climbed the Sydney Bridge. Okay, nice. Because we had Todd Hirsch <laughs> on, on Monday with uh, addition, another edition of The Hoot, and he was talking about architecture and the value that it brings to a city, and he actually held up the uh, Sydney Opera House as something that detracts from Sydney, and I thought he was going to say that it really is fabulous, but he was saying it wasn't functional. Well, no, he said, no, as it, it's, the, no, he said, beautiful, all that, but what it wasn't doing was bringing people milling about outside, I see. that sort of stuff, so it, wasn't attra- it was attracting people well, to the Opera didn't, house, it didn't fit the landscape of what was around it. But his biggest one was just, I think, more or less about having people around and buskers around. I and see. That, that feeling. So, were, what were was your Sydney Opera there? House experience like? Sydney, we ate at the, at a restaurant right at the Opera House, and they had an out. There was a couple of restaurants. They had an outside bar, and there were lots of people around. Hmm. Oh, maybe went on a bad and day. It, it was very. <laughs> Very positive experience. Nice. Well, I'm glad to hear it because I—that's what I thought Todd was going to say when he brought up the opera house because we didn't expect him to. I thought he was going to rave about it. Then mm-hmm. he didn't. Mm-hmm. I was surprised, no, honestly. It's beautiful. Oh, Don. Well, welcome home it's, and thanks for iconic. giving us. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Of course. Uh, yeah. Welcome home and thanks for giving us a shout. No problem. Yep. That's Don in St. Albert calling four nine six zero zero six three. The news is next. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.